staying with sports now. This summer's Olympic Games are just around the corner, and we are a couple weeks away now from the opening ceremony in London. Alex Galifant is going to be in London, in fact. And Alex, as they say, everybody talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. What's up with the London weather, at least uh, in this lead-up to the Games? Well, I, I can't help but imagine that there are people sort of trying to do ceremonies to produce sunshine, but nothing is working. Uh, it won't stop raining. The forecast isn't good. But, Lisa, I have news. We are resourceful, us Brits. And at the moment, Londoners are retreating into nostalgia ahead of the London Games. So, Lisa, you remember the movie Chariots of Fire about British runners at the Paris Olympic Games of 1924? Well, that movie today has been re-released in the UK, and there's a stage adaptation of the film, too. A stage adaptation, as if the best picture of 1981 were not enough. There's a stage adaptation just to tap into the nostalgia factor. Yeah, so if you're in London and you don't want to watch Olympic sprinters in the pouring rain, then you can watch actors pretending to be Olympic sprinters running around a track built inside a nice warm theatre. Well, let's turn to the to the, uh, to the one thing I imagine is really on the minds of a lot of people, aside from the rain, I guess, and I guess the joke there is that the Winter Olympics are just two weeks away now, not the Summer Olympics. Um, security. Security is, is a big issue, and it has been. We've been hearing a lot about it, including the fact that yesterday the private security company hired to secure venues hasn't got enough trained staff. What's being done about that? This is a company called G4S, and it was contracted a few years ago now by the organizers of the London Games to provide about 10,000 people in security staff. The contract is worth $440 million. They've had a lot of time to figure it out. But according to the British government, it's only now, two weeks out, that G4S has said it won't have trained and screened enough people. So what do they do about that? Now they're bringing in the troops, uh, the British Armed Services. About 3,500 of them will now be deployed at venues during the Games. And that's in addition to some 13,000 who are always going to be part of London's security plan. Alex, there has been a bit of a brouhaha over here in America about the U.S. Olympic team uniforms. They were designed by an American, Ralph Lauren, but made in China. Uh, For some, this is an outrage. I have a feeling we've been here before with, with uniforms for Olympic teams in the past. My feeling is, you know, you want an interconnected global economy or don't you? You know, had the uniforms been made in the U.S., you know, maybe we'd have, we would have been hearing complaints about excessive costs. Then again, perhaps as a Brit, I ought not to wade into matters of perceived American patriotism. All emails to you, I think, Lisa. Uh, one other thing, Alex. Some commentators have taken issue with the berets that go with the U.S. uniforms as being a bit too European, as if there weren't enough controversy about the garb yeah. that uh, athletes will be wearing. To be honest, I'm a little surprised that Ralph Lauren could be so cruel to the athletes. <laughs> I wore a beret. I was about 13 years old. Oh, my. If we if we had a picture, Alex. Oh, there, there are pictures. I was obsessed with jazz from the 1950s. I, I played the trumpet and I, and I wore a beret. And Lisa, I know how deep that hat can sting. <laughs> so still a jazz fan now, many years later, but without the beret, sad to say. For public consumption, I'm without the beret. <laughs> All right. Thank you. The world's Alex Galifin. Thanks again. Thank you, Lisa.